As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. Does the White House condemn, explicitly condemn this leak and or has seeing this draft been seen as welcome by some here? Uh, I don't think we have a particular view on that other than to say that uh, we certainly note uh, the unprecedented nature of it. What we are mindful of, and I spoke with the President about exactly this question yesterday, and obviously it's up to the Department of Justice to determine what, if any, action they will take. And I know, obviously, there have been calls for that from some Republicans, but also members of the Supreme Court. Uh, so they won't condemn it. That's what I heard. I heard, will you condemn it? Do you condemn it? And then I didn't hear it being condemned. I mean, like, I don't know. It's like, you know, some stuff. And it's unprecedented. Huh? It's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. I'm just, I'm a brat today. I'm, <laughs> I don't even know how to tell. I had the craziest dream last night. First off, welcome to the program. Happy Thursday. It's good to be with you guys. As always, your illustrious Daria-esque curmudgeon, lovable yet black and bitter her soul. Uh, Dana Lash, good to be with you. I hope you sent it for the newsletter. I sent some stuff out to you. I don't, I'm, there's a couple things to start with, but this one right now, because I saw, uh, and as I'm sure you did too, that the Supreme Court justices now, the leftists are saying, we're going to go to your houses We're going to descend upon your homes like locusts, and we're going to protest. We want to kill the babies. We demand it. I'm not wrong. You know this. It's the left. I'm just saying. You know, come on. So the justices in Maryland and Virginia are apparently going to be targeted. The progressive activist group called Ruth sent us. They have sent, they're urging protesters to come to the homes of six extremist justices and three in Virginia and three in Maryland is what they're saying. And they said that they want to show up. They're going to protest at their, that's, that's harassment. And they, they're going after Amy Coney Barrett. They're going after John Roberts, which John Roberts, to me, it sounds like he's a guy who's not, I don't know. I think he's not on board with, with overturning Roe. So I don't know why they're going after him. Uh, Samuel Alito, Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch. So just to recap, the optics of them going to a black Supreme Court justice, because they're mostly, actually, they're all white suburban women, them going to a black justice's house, because they normally set stuff on fire, Kane. Effigies and the like. It's mostly peaceful, though. I'm just saying, I hope they don't go burn a cross in Clarence Thomas's yard. 
I wouldn't put it past them. They also do a shutdown DC. They're doing a candlelight vigil. You've had, here's the thing, you've had, um, I don't know how many years of peaceful March for Life, all the people out for March for Life, so many peaceful for so many years, and the media did not want to cover it at all, but you get some of these ragtag, we're going to go to your houses. You get some of those people, and oh my gosh, the media's all over it. Because they know it's going to get violent. I mean, that's, they know it's going to get violent. And they're there for it. This is what this leak, this is what this whole leak has dealt. And so, here we are, day 11 of this. Progressives, though, they've gave away, they had two responses. They were their their go-to responses on abortion. And they kind of given them away. Here's what I mean. So they had, what was it that they always said? Like, my body, my choice. My body, my choice. That's what you always heard. My body, my choice. And now, that kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense after the whole thing with vax mandates, right? Because what were they saying with vax mandates? It was basically like, um, your body, body, our choice. Right. We don't don't care. That's, I mean, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I know you guys heard the same thing. So they had two go-tos. It was the first one was my body, my choice. And then they had the other one that they had was it's a women's issue. Okay, so my body, my choice. That doesn't make sense after you demanded everybody get the vaccine. So that's... Second was, but it's a women's issue. Can. It's a women's issue. It's a women's issue. Okay, but you can't define women. What is a vagina? You can't define women, though. (laughs) So that's kind of hard to say it's a women's issue if you can't even define what women are, isn't it? It's a little tough. Where's the biologists? Calling all biologists. (laughs) Golly, can you believe we're there? You can't can't say what you are. You're not a biologist. But I had a baby. I think I'm a woman. (laughs) You're not a biologist. (laughs) Well, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. So now you have the White House that's not, they're not going to condemn it. They welcome it. They're celebrating this. They're happy. This was all organized. It was all entirely organized. Every single one of the, you know why? Because they knew. They knew. They don't want to get distracted by the leak. Remember, what did I tell you? They weren't going to care. They they weren't going to at all care about the fact that this was leaked, they're going to sit here and focus. Oh, no, the focus is going to be on women's health. And we want to make sure that people don't, that, that birthing people don't lose their access to health care. You know, the weirdest thing came the last time that, you know, I had like a little sniffle and I went in because I was like, I just want to make sure it's not sinusitis. Want to make sure. And the doctor was like, uh, if you just stab this baby here, you're going to be fine. You didn't know, because it's healthcare. No. Wait, what? You didn't know that? Yeah. If you just dissolve this baby and we'll vac- come vacuum it up, then yeah. absurdum ad absurdum. But that's, it's absurd to say that it's healthcare. Stop it. That tells you everything you need to know about people's worldview. Well, I, um, voluntarily slept with this person and I got sick. What do you mean you got sick? Well, I got baby. 
I caught baby. You don't catch baby. You just don't catch it. Okay. It's not something, it's not like communicable. Why don't you try wearing a mask? <laughs> uh, they, we have things like that for that area. They're called panties. Keep them on. <laughs> Told you. I warned you guys. Oh, boy. Yeah. And you made a good point. Kane, what's that uh, virus survival? That survival percentage. I mean, if you even go by average, 98, 99% plus is the survival of the virus. Um, abortion, though? Hundred percent death. Hundred percent. Well, I mean, you you they caught the baby. Have you ever caught baby? No, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I mean, they, that's if their worldview. They look at it. If yeah, you yeah, threw yeah. Threw me a baby. No, no, no. I would catch it. They look at it like they they call it a they they actually say this. They call it parasitic and all this other stuff. Yeah. They say that, that's how they view it. They they say it's healthcare because they're like they caught something and they look at it as like an illness. So that's why they that's An why they justify calling on by their own by choice. to sex by yes. their own choice okay they but they caught baby caught the pregnancy gets <laughs> don't know how it happened oh it's so crazy I don't know what to do well yes what's the diagnosis doctor well it looks like she caught a bad case of the pregnancy and uh, well we know how that ends you think it sounds. Silly, but that's how they view this. I mean, I'm dumbing it down. Actually, I'm not really. I mean, it's just dumb. That's how they view it. That's why they can sit here and say healthcare. I get aggravated at this stuff. Completely aggravated. And they're they're focusing on the well, you know, it's we gotta focus on this as opposed to the way in which it leaked. We can't we can't talk about the leak. We have to talk about we're not gonna be distracted by that. It's not a distraction. That's a purposefully meant to undermine the republic it's it's purposefully meant to 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 intimidate supreme court justices as i was just sharing with you now you have these justices who all of these karens are going to be targeting their houses it's just unprecedented it's just i mean it really was unprecedented anything that they and then you have this audio somebody too this is gavin newsom now i want you to remember what Really quickly, what have we been told? That men can have the babies, right? That's what we were told. Listen to Gavin Newsom. We will stand tall, we will stand firm, and we will affirm the constitutional, currently constitutionally protected rights of women and girls, their reproductive rights and freedoms in California. And we will assert ourselves, as I said, as Californians, by punching above our weight, working with other like-minded leaders and governors and legislatures all across this country. And we're not going to roll over. We will not back down. And we will continue to fill in the gaps and address the disparities that continue to persist, even in a state like ours. He had said that men can't get pre- that men well men can't get pregnant like he was trying to show how chivalrous he was by omitting himself from this conversation don't you love that the progressive feminist males i'm going to be a, a gentleman and remove myself from this conversation just like i'm going to remove myself from the responsibility of the life i created wink wink good job me yeah. he had like the same take as uh, howard stern where it was like well if men could get pregnant this 
abortion. But I was told that they can. Yeah, exactly. We were reliably informed of this, Kane. So I guess Newsom's transphobic or or something. He hates the trans people. Why don't they protest him? He's governor. He hates trans people, apparently. If he's denying Kane, he's dead naming. He's whatever, dead gendering, whatever the whatever, what phrase it is, I don't even know. It sounds like a damn spell. Bippity-boppity-boo. It does. A couple of things. Elon Musk mocked NFTs as sale sales of digital artworks plummet by 92%. Can I just be honest? Because it's stupid. It's dumb. Nobody cares. I saw this, this conversation that he had. This one guy, I guess, created... He, it's, there's this like, so the beast thing. He switched his, Musk switched his Twitter avatar to this $24 million NFT, which is insane to me. And he was asked by the co-head of Sotheby's digital art division to take the image down. And it was a, a collage of the Bored Ape Yacht Club, which was sold at an auction in September and has 107 images of cartoon apes. Somebody actually purchased this. The guy who created it, was like he tweeted quote as much as i admire your work i'd like i'd like you to remove your pfp that i created for our sotheby sale or you credit me happy to send you the original file minted with buyer approval it's a digital image i don't kane and i i think are in agreement on this right you can copy and paste it he goes i don't know it seems kind of fungible (laughs) that's what musk's response was Because because it totally is Sales fell, they said. They were 225,000 in September. They're 19,000 this week. They're dropping. I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I know what it is. I just don't find the value. I don't think it has value. I think it'll settle into like what the art world we know, uh, you know, the paintings and all that other stuff. Like mm-hmm. it'll come into people's ability to create digital art and then the value of that piece of art. It won't be, you know, um, these. Like the blockchains that they're that are going and and taking these NFTs aren't even really blockchain in the sense that it's all protected. It there's so much that hasn't been. It's being used as a status thing. Like they're using these NFTs as like their 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 profile picture. So if you want to play, you know, want to pay like a lot of money. I mean, non fungible tokens, as Musk said, seems pretty fungible. I mean, it's just, it's goofy. I don't get it. And they pay so much money for it. Almost every day we hear about another major corporation that's gone woke, tormenting their employees with progressive propaganda and funding organizations that seem to hate the country and values and free speech and rights in the Constitution. So this is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. So you get the same great service. Plus, you get the peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech, life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make that switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com dot com slash Dana or call 972 Patriot today. And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five brought to you by Caltech. I didn't even know this thing existed and I'm really sad. Carl the Rooster. It's literally a rooster named Carl. 
It was this town icon in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Someone killed Carl and dumped him in a parking lot. They said Carl would wake up, mosey around town, get a bagel at the bagel shop. He had his rounds. He visited every day. His home base was Stebley's Tattoo Shop, and he'd end up the coffee and donut shop. He'd make a 5.30 a.m. class at the local fitness center. He became famous. They said he was iconic, and then he went missing early last week. And then police say a woman who worked as a juvenile corrections officer snatched him, killed him, and dumped his body in a neighboring city. I want this woman dragged. Maybe actually literally. Okay, I do mean literally. I want... I. Oh my gosh. She got fired for a job and apparently I guess she was mad. He. She faces animal cruelty charges. How horrible. And everyone was searching for him. I know I should actually have like more headlines here, but I'm really upset over this rooster. It's a rooster, but it's like, how, why do you got to be so ignorant, man? People suck. Get this woman. I mean, like, you know, throw her in jail forever. Stick with us. Folks, how much control do you really have over your finances? So lately we've seen an all-out assault on freedoms and liberties by the government. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, everybody trying to limit whether or not you can even go to a grocery store or restaurant. And we've seen how quickly the government can infringe on your personal freedoms and they do the same with your finances. This is why I believe in diversifying with gold. Gold is physical. Gold is tangible and gold is safe from government control and gives you true control over your wealth, control that isn't tied to government regulated financial markets. The folks at Legacy Precious Metals are the gold standard when it comes to investing in precious metals and their team of experts can counsel you on the best options for you and your family. Take control of your financial situation and call Legacy Precious Metals at 866-580-2088 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com and download their free investor's guide. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. In what case would it be appropriate to perform irreversible sex change surgery on kids? Those decisions are made by that individual uh, in consultation with physician and caregivers and no decision would be made without having consulted appropriately uh so wait 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 whoa, 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 whoa. you're you're talking about we're talking about kids kids like like minors that can't even go get their ears pierced minors who can't be dependent they they don't allow them to do nothing can't drink don't drink don't smoke yeah, I mean, you can't, <laughs> I'm not saying that like you should want to go and do that, but I'm just, you know, my point. They can't drive. Yeah, they're too, they're, they're too immature to drive. They can't vote, but they can definitely decide to cut off their jimmies or, you know, their chestal region. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you this Friday, Junior calling it that from now on absolutely and i i'm just stunned i was stunned at that uh kane remind me xavier becerra who was attorney general of california and now for some ungodly reason he's over at hhs he's not a biologist right no he's nothing close to that nothing Are you sure 
nothing in a scientific or medical background in his uh, in and his anything. history. Yeah. Okay. Children, they can decide if they want a sex change or not. They can do that. This is the guy, again, who's in charge of HHS. He was asked by this uh, Indiana Senator Mike Braun about the Biden administration's endorsement of what they call gender-affirming care. That means pumping kids full of hormones, puberty blockers, cosmetic surgeries. Cosmetic surgeries. Just so... You're, you're, this is what we're, we're doing to kids. Just, this is so awful. And that, yes, they can decide. But the thing, do you know what, what was missing from this whole conversation that they had? Where were the parents in all of it? You know, that, that audio soundbite that I think it was from earlier this week where it was Joe Biden who was saying, oh, you know, these are all our kids. I get what he was saying. But the thing is, is that that colloquialism means something different to us because it means something different to them. I mean, they really mean it, clearly, because they're the people who are arguing that that parents should not have any involvement or influence in the classroom, that, oh, this is the teacher's domain, but they don't realize that this is supposed to be, you know, like a partnership for the parents this is that's what it is it's a partnership you're supposed to be working with parents on this and and it's not supposed to be where you know you just you're just the 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 teachers get to run the show and it's the government that's in charge of all of it but sarah when he was talking to the senate was saying that oh the government needs to help people get life-affirming care you know what i consider life-affirming kane my gun my gun's life affirming. My gun affirms my life. Leave my life affirming care alone. That's what I'm going with from now on. I'm just thinking about this. It's true though. I I just uh, this is what they're this is what they're going for. This is what they're pushing. I wanted to share you this thing because this is one of the things that parents have been, you know, in towns all across America. They've been promoting uh, they're they're well actually promoting parental sovereignty while also taking to task all these school boards that have been able to run roughshod over parents this whole time. So Keller, Texas, this is a suburb of Fort Worth, beautiful area. You know, it's not a wild and crazy place. It's beautiful, quiet, great area for families down the road from us. And. They're having their early voting. Like a lot of people have had early voting. Uh, we just wrapped up early voting. People are having their early voting. They have their polling place right outside of their uh, town hall in Keller. And there were some women. One of them provided me this video. There were some women that were there. And you know how outside of a polling place you'll see people with their signs and that's just like standard outside. They they have to be, <clears throat> excuse me, X, you know, so many feet away so that they don't vi- violate electioneering laws. And they would just hold a candidate sign or whatever. And there are a lot of these municipal elections. You have people running for school board. You have people running for different positions. And they have some school board seats that are coming up. Now, Keller, if you'll remember, made national news because 
one of the parents found in the school library that genderqueer book. It's called Genderqueer. And it has graphic full-page images, cartoon images, of people giving blowjobs and all kinds of stuff in it. I'm not even going to talk about some of the other stuff. I just don't see why school kids, especially when they're behind anyway after lockdown, and they were even behind, you could argue, before that. They have so much to deal with. That has nothing to do with it. You're talking about presenting to them political sexual theories. That's nothing that, that's not what teachers, that's not what they're there for. Not in elementary, junior high, and high school. And so this coupled with the CRT battle that has been raging since last summer. Parents have been very involved. And they've been showing up like the left had never seen before at a municipal election. So outside of this town hall, and this was the day before yesterday, I believe. There were some women that they were standing there with their signs and just, you know, to encourage people to, you know, that as people could, you know, go in across the street, they could see these signs. And there was a male who was holding a toddler. And the video starts midway through the event. Now, what I was told is that this male was saying some pretty nasty stuff to the group of women there before they started recording, which is why they started recording him. And he has his toddler, and he tells, which I'm assuming is his child, that the women there, quote, hate her. Clearly, he is not an anti-CRT guy. Listen. Move on. That, that poor child. Move on. Am I live? Huh? Am I live? No, you're not live. I'm just oh. recording you. Bye-bye. These people bye bye. These people leave. I don't no, hate her. Yeah. How could you even say that? And they get people of color and they get Jamie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Telling in front of these women that these people hate you and they hate people of color and they hate gay people. He's telling his daughter, which I assume it's his daughter, telling her this, which, you know, I was watching and this video was provided exclusively to me by a Keller mother. So who pulls stunts like this at all with their kid present? Who pulls stunts like this, period? Who does it with their presumed child? Now, a number of parents, when I first uh, posted this, immediately they were messaging and then emailing through the site and they were saying that the man in the video is a man named Brandon Whitehead. They were, this is what the parents were telling me and I wanted to, I was looking it up. And the partner of a woman named Lindsay Fagan, F-A-G-A-N, a Democrat candidate for Tarrant County Clerk. Now, we reached out to a Brandon Whitehead from Keller on Facebook that looked in his pictures just like the guy in the video and had pictures with Lindsey Fagan. And after I looked at his Facebook page, because they all, everybody locks their pages down, we reached out to him and he never responded. 
because I wanted to know if he would respond to the video and confirm or deny. Because if this is the same Brandon Whitehead that looks just like the Brandon Whitehead in Lindsay Fagan's pictures. And that was Lindsay Fagan in the pictures, apparently, with this guy. Then I'm really concerned about having anybody like this around some... I I don't want a candidate like this that's going to be looking at, you know, important documents and records that are pretty sensitive related to people who live in the county I live in, Tarrant County. Now, Fagan previously ran... To represent Texas's 20th state, 26th state district. And I went and looked up all the public FEC filings and listed as treasurer for her campaign on the publicly available FEC filings is Brandon Whitehead. And apparently, according to records, and it was twice in 2019, once in July and once in October, they had failed to file properly on time. Uh, But as I said, publicly visible photographs on a Facebook page for a Brandon Whitehead from Keller show a man identical to the man in the video. uh, And numerous photos with Fagan. And I so we reached out through a, a, a public email provided on his Facebook page and asked to confirm whether or not he was in the Facebook profile or lockdown and he'd never responded. But right after we had reached out, he locked that that Brandon Whitehead on Facebook, locked that Facebook page down. So it seems like, Kane, Occam's razor here. Hmm. But I, I, who does something like that? I don't want anyone, I don't, and I would imagine, first off, I would imagine that if that's his child and the mother's Lindsay Fagan, I would imagine that Fagan doesn't have a problem with this. I mean, I've just seen some of the stuff that both of them have out on social media and doesn't seem like there's a problem. She's the type of person that's like, I'm going to post this Daenerys Targaryen image. Look how mad I am today. I'm just like those people. You know what I mean? So I just know that I would not tolerate. There's no way. And my husband knows this and he wouldn't do it. It'd be vice versa. There's no way either of us would tolerate this kind of behavior with our kids around. There's no way. There's no way we would tolerate that kind of behavior anyway. And for him to do this, these people have more hate than sense. To do something like this on camera, knowing that you can never stay hidden. When you do it on camera, dude, it's done. And to think that it's not going to get out. The left made it all this stuff in Tarrant County start getting out because the left decided to target Tarrant County heinously. So apparently, I guess he doesn't feel bad about it. I'm going to I think we should reach out to Lindsey Fagan. And just, you know, put all this evidence because it's clearly unless she has identical twins. I mean, with the same haircut and. You know, everything else. Unless that I'm just saying, because I just am curious whether or not she shares these views. If you're running as a candidate for Tarrant County Clerk, now she's had other failed races before. But I don't want anyone like this anywhere around public office. And I don't want anyone that would defend these views or defend this behavior to be in public office. So we're going to keep at it until we get a response. And the only way I go away is with a response. Only way. So we have more to come as we get moving. 
We uh, also have coming up a Florida middle school teacher blames the uh, parental rights in the classroom, the parental authority bill for being fired because she decided she was going to tell her kids all about her pansexuality and then uh, make them draw the, the gay pride flag while telling them about it. It just like, why do you have to tell them about your how you like to screw? Why? I don't get why that's a thing for you. As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Women in the world have conducted sex strikes in history. In 2003, oh. a sex strike, a strike helped, helped to end Liberia's brutal civil war. And the woman who, charged, who started it was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. In 2009, Kenyan women enforced a sex ban until political infighting ceased. Within one week, there was a stable government. Okay, so we have more power than we think we have. And some of it could be right in the bedroom. Oh, my gosh. I'm really... Welcome back to the show, Dana Lasher. It's Joy Behar from The View. Kane, I'm really being tested with this audio here because I just, I just want to say that, the, that I don't know if you've seen some of the people that are out there protesting or maybe they're all in Austin. There's some heifers out there, man, that I, if, if they, if they are saying that they're going to go on a sex strike, isn't that just basically... A, a favor to humanity because all the people who were saying that I don't think ever had to worry about getting it in the first place you wanted this audio you were the one who said oh my gosh how about audio soundbite 11 you were the one who said this now he's over there dying he, he does this he look, sets it up and then he acts like he's aggrieved look things can be newsworthy and cringe at the same time I mean, just saying, do you want to hear Joy Behar talk about doing it? No, no one does. Of course not. If she, if she like is engaging in a strike, America thanks you. It's, it's tiny, tiny bit Encourage comedy. Encourage the, uh, the other heifers out there who are sitting <laughs> out, out there screaming all jiggly poofed out about their body, their choice. Okay. Her audio was the a gym's tiny, your choice too. tiny bit comedy and mostly cringe. That's I, all. I'm just, that's all I'm doing. Just reacting to that. I just, I think... I like serious, genuine conversations about it. I can't be a serious person when I see some of this stuff out there. But I mean, like I saw, like some chick, I'm not kidding you. I, I, multiple chicks. Some of the photos I've seen from some of the protests, I'm like, I don't think you ever have to worry about having to deal with this situation. Because it looks like you're, you know, virgin for life. Go you. 
You know, I mean, nobody's going to be jumping on that landmine. What? I'm saying the stuff that dudes can't say because I can say it and it's true. And they know it's true. That's the fun part. I'm not, you're all thinking it. I'm saying it. It's all right. It's all right. That's how this works. I'm not wrong. It's not incorrect. You may dislike it, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. <sighs> Ronald McDonald looking people. Anyway, we got, we, <laughs> I have a whole other second hour to make Kane die uh, and, and Steve laugh and Juan over there shake his head. It's, I see. <laughs> it's all you. You did this. We have another hour on Friday Junior coming up. Stick with us. Service is what drives them. Well, service and a ton of caffeine. We all know that first responder communities mean a lot to those that they serve. And Black Rifle Coffee wants to give you the opportunity to support those who stand strong on the front lines. From now through May 15th, you can gift a coffee club subscription to your local department, donate directly to first responder charities, or join the coffee club and have a portion of the sale go to those charities. With everything a coffee lover could ask for, Black Rifle Coffee Company develops their explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as military members serving this great nation. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana and use code Dana at checkout to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. Now through May 15th, gift a coffee club subscription to your local department or join the coffee club and have a portion of the sale go directly to those charities. And use code Dana at checkout to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana and use code Dana. Black Rifle Coffee, America's Coffee. Welcome back to the show, our second hour of the program. Okay, so I got to set this up for you. Dana, I'll share it with you. Yesterday, there was a very interesting discussion that was happening between Senator Josh Hawley and Alejandro Mayorkas over DHS. Because remember, the whole um, disinformation governance board, I have to administer the truth, was created to fall under DHS, which is weird because you're like, well, that's like an FEC thing, isn't it? Isn't it like an FEC thing? Apparently not. So they have, this is wild to me. Apparently they had an idea of who they wanted to hire and they didn't interview anyone else. Senator Josh Hawley is asking Mayorkas about the process for Nurse Ratchet. Uh, or sorry, it, it was a, a verbal typo. For Nina Jankowitz, the lady who does writes spends her time at work writing songs and then she to Broadway musical tunes and then she records herself on TikTok and just floods her social media with herself. Holly was asking Mayorkas, so what's the hiring process like? This is fascinating. And I wanted to set it up. It runs a little bit long, but you're going to want to hear it. Listen. If your intent was to combat misinformation online or in the government, why on God's green earth would you nominate someone who is a human geyser of misinformation? Um, Senator, um, I, I am ultimately responsible for the hiring of Ms. Jankowitz uh, to be the executive director of the Disinformation Governance Board. In my capacity as the secretary, why did you I, choose I bear, her? I bear responsibility. Uh, for that. Um, I understand that she is uh, an expert in disinformation. Yes, indeed, spreading it. And she will have an obligation to execute her responsibilities in a nonpartisan way. Were you aware of these? Were you aware of this information when you chose her? Everything I've just shown you? I was not. How could you not be? Uh, uh, Did you do any research on her? Senator, Senator, 
Uh, I will not uh, discuss the internal workings of the hiring process. You won't? Of the Department of Homeland Security. Well, let me ask you about this. I'm sure there are documents pertaining to this board, minutes of meetings, communications about who would serve on the board. Will you release those to this committee? Um, uh, Senator, there are not uh, yet this, this governance board. Wait a minute. There are, no me there are no minutes of meetings about this board? It is not yet. You've not uh, created any records? It has not yet begun its work. Y you've hired her. You surely had deliberations about hiring her. The, the, the board has not yet met. You, you had deliberations about hiring her, though, correct? Uh, I did not, uh, Senator. You just said I that you are solely responsible for hiring her. In my capacity... As the secretary, I bear responsibility. You're telling me that there are no documents associated with this board? I, that, I, that I don't know. You asked for meeting minutes. minutes of meetings, documents pertaining to the board, any records or communications about who would serve on the board. Will you turn those over to this committee? Any document of, pertaining to this board, will you turn it over to this committee? Senator, we, we owe you documents with respect to the work of this board that already are in existence. So you'll turn them all over? You will turn those documents over to this, to this committee? Unless there is a legal basis for us not to do so. Uh, Senator, I will follow up with my uh, colleagues. Oh, so there's no meetings, a minute meetings? What are those? Dude, that's pretty wild. They didn't do anything when they were putting this. It's, it feels like it was hasty that they, of course it does. I mean, I'm going off of their whole argument that they only, that this has been in the works for quite some time, right? That's what they had said, that they had been putting this together for a while. And we all know that that's not true, that it was completely because Elon Musk purchased Twitter and that they raced to do this. And that's it makes sense when you hear what he's saying, because his answers and the process that he's describing, well, that's what it would sound like, I guess, if you're racing to just throw someone in that spot and get going you're going to pick a partisan that you're that you know and she's partisan i my favorite thing about that whole conversation was in the first 30 seconds a human geyser of misinformation it's true, it's true. she is i mean let's not forget she you know what she you know what she called the parents in loudon county virginia when they were battling oh oh kane sidebar Kane is good at receiving gossip. He's not as good as sharing it because he's a dude. But unlike other dudes, Kane loves gossip. And when you like tell him that you have something juicy, like some gossip, he gets giddy like a small child getting a new Nintendo for the first time in the 90s. It is amazing. Like he just lights up. He gets so excited. So he's like, as long as it's Ooh. true, as long as it's true. He, he's about. like his eyes got as big as pl dinner plates. He's like, what? So this is what Nina Jankowitz, she was calling the parents in Loudoun County over all the CRT stuff. And she's on video. It's a really long video. So I was not. But she said that they are disformers or disinformers. All these disinformers with their misinformation. She this is how she was talking about parents. I guess. Is it is is disinformer better than terrorist? Because, I mean, I guess you could say at least it's, you know, but she was saying that there are all these, all these disinformers, that's who these people are.
and saying that she was speaking at City Club of Cleveland. It's a clip from November of 2021. And she was she was saying that the CRT, this isn't a problem and that it's, quote, disinformation for profit. And that they're basically dumb people who won't read past headlines. And what else? And she said that uh, it's weaponizing people's emotion. These disinformers. These are parents who, including the parents who watch the school, cover up for a rapist in their bathroom. And they ended up getting, I mean, news, and they ended up getting sued over that. And parents who were, pointing out in the school's curriculum the crazy stuff that their kids were that their kids were getting like the the crazy stuff that was apparently passing as education in their children's curriculum and they were they they were the parents were pointing this out and so you have this woman i don't even know she has children usually it's the people who don't who are the the most they're always loud and the most vociferous of all of everybody out there screeching for crt it's usually the people who do not themselves have children now parents in november apparently have a chance to vote out every all nine members of the school board and apparently that's why we have a big school board race in my town we our school made news with some of the stuff with because um, they got the department of uh, education they sent they sent the government the feds in to try to bully our school into implementing crt because they said it was discriminatory to not have CRT-based curriculum, so they're trying to uh, they're trying to bash it and and bully. They've been trying to divide our town for forever, like Loudoun County. These parents are not disinformers, and I really take exception to some. You know, I I, I can only imagine that she is a beneficiary of some sort of nepotism because she's not. I mean, she's. She very, I mean, I can just look at her right now. This is a woman who is obsessed with herself. She is more obsessed with having a title than she is with doing the work that comes with the title. She has no idea what, she knows, she doesn't actually, I really genuinely think that she doesn't know what disinformation is. She is so completely bought into the whole DNC narrative of critical race theory and everything else that she really believes that she's acting in the best interest and that, you know, this really is, this is disinformation uh, she, I mean, it's evil. I think she's nuts. She comes across as absolutely bonkers. I wouldn't want anyone like this broad near my kids. And then she has the audacity to attack parents as and call them disinformers, and saying that they're they're pushing misinformation and they're weaponizing emotion. These are their children. Okay, parents are always going to act in the best interest of their children. I trust parents. I don't trust childless government bureaucrats who are thousands of miles away in Washington, D.C., who have not even stepped foot in some of these schools, who don't know the parents, who don't know the issue, who haven't seen the curriculum, who weren't there watching the father, you know, in in complete anguish after learning that the school covered up uh, his daughter's rape or that uh, the the student in question attacked another another girl at a different school. No, we're not doing this. this is so ridiculous. I mean, how dare some of these people, these people that think that because they are in positions on un, these unelected bureaucrats, that because they're in these positions of power within the government, that somehow that gives them the authority that they do not have as these parents. 
these people are getting high off of the cons- the, the the consent of the governed. Except we didn't give people like this our consent. We, I didn't consent to having a ministry of truth. Did you? Nope. Man, these people are going to FAFO come November. Telling you what. Arizona Attorney General Mark Brnovich joins me to discuss his winning legal fight against the Biden administration to keep Title 42 in place. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Brnovich also makes his case to be the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. And I'll take aim at Biden's Orwellian Disinformation Governance Board and what the left's real vision for the future of our country is. Join us. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I don't trust anything that is cooking called a robot. Robot chef, that's the story. And apparently, this robot chef has learned how to chew and taste and alter seasoning in food. It's a ro- I don't know. It'll poison, it'll poison you. This thing will kill you. I don't trust it. So they said that it's, I, I don't, they said that it can cook omelets. You know, that's, isn't that the thing that they say that you can, the mark of a good chef is how well it can cook an omelet. And it could help out in busy homes one day in assisted living complexes. It's the University of Cambridge. They developed it to in, imitate the human processes of chewing and tasting in order that they might be able to produce foods. That's how they're going to trick us. Soylent green. And if the robot can learn what doesn't doesn't taste good, maybe they'll be better cooks, blah, blah, blah. I just am looking at this egg dish that it did, and it looks like vomit. It's not good. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, mm, those eggs look overcooked. I'm just telling you. Uh, also, this is interesting, too. So it just came out that apparently Vladimir Putin apologized to Israel's uh, Naftali Bennett after Sergei, Sergei Lavrov's anti-Semitic remarks, which, I mean... He, no, I don't think that's a big deal. Do you think it's a big deal? I don't think it's a big deal. Because someone said, isn't it like Al Capone's guys apologizing? Or uh, Capone apologizing because his boy, his boys roughed somebody up and, ah, oh, they shouldn't have done that. They were drunk. Right? It seems like that. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with that take. Uh, this piece, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has tested positive for the Rona. But he's been fully vaxxed and boosted. So what the hell's the point? I thought that if you get all your vaccine, oh, because Dana, it's supposed to reduce the severity of symptoms, but the virus is endemic now and the latest variant, that's what kind of was already happening. I mean, you it was a reduction of severity of symptoms. So, okay. Hmm. New Jersey. Of course they are. California already did this, I think. One of the strictest bans on single-use bags in the country has gone into effect in New Jersey. It started at midnight yesterday. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy signed a bill into law that is prohibiting the use of plastic, like the single-use bags, and disposable food containers and cups made out of the polystyrene foam. They said that plastic bags are the most... Don't you have a crime problem? Like, maybe... I'm just saying, you know, maybe work on that, perhaps. He's like, oh, it's a historic bill. We're addressing the problem of plastic pollution and all this. I mean, that's great, but I just think that there's maybe a lot of other stuff to make a big deal out of. And also, who uses a plastic bag once? 
I is it just me? I use them as liners in all my small trash cans. Oh my gosh, I use plastic bags for everything. Like I'm the mom who's like, kid, get a plastic bag to go trick or treating. I'm that mom. I'm the mom who, yeah, I don't know, I know, yeah, but I was the plastic bag, go trick or treat with the plastic. You can fit more candy in it than you can that stupid plastic pumpkin, or the other over the top. I'm just saying over the top stuff. Uh, also, got a couple of <laughs> other things here. World hunger is exploding because they said a 25% spike because Ukraine war or the invasion, Russia's invasion in of Ukraine. They said that Ukraine, I told you, sent the prices of staples even higher, 25% spike in food insecurity last year. Although the World Food Program, I mean, if you had these tyrants in some of these countries, if it wasn't so corrupt and they kind of, you know, like Ethiopia and Afghanistan, they said have worsened crises there because they had the lockdown, which curbed access to food and severe drought in Madagascar that exacerbated the problem. But the gauge of world food prices, they said, sort of about 75% since mid-2020. So, this... Uh, in Shanghai, and outside of Shanghai, because it's spreading, Chinese authorities are now using bolt-in wires to forcibly lock residents in their apartments to prevent them from leaving their homes in their brutal COVID zero. And the South China Morning Post, that's the government, the Beijing CCP-controlled paper, they even showed it. Like, they're proud of it. That's wild. Like, they're proud of it. We have more to come. Don't go anywhere. More of the Dana Show back after this. Want a behind-the-scenes look at the Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at DanaLash.com. President said today, what happens if you have states change the law saying that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? What is he talking about? Well, I think, Peter, we've seen um, extreme laws that target uh, LGBTQ families, their kids across the country. And I think what he's saying is we don't know what they're capable of, given what they've already done to date. Which state is trying to segregate LGBTQ children in the classroom? Well, I think we've seen laws that are incredibly discriminatory. That's That's what the president's referring to. And the fact that uh, he doesn't know what additional steps could be taken by extreme wings of the party that would rather divide uh, rather than work on issues that the American people actually are focused on and actually. Name it. Name the law. What laws? Well, I can't really name it. It's Jen Psaki and Peter Ducey yesterday for Ducey time. I, um... Yeah, name it then. Just name the laws. It shouldn't be hard if they're so bad and they're singling kids out in the classroom, then just, yeah, just just name them. Just, that's all. Just name them. Not difficult. You know, not difficult at all. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. It's Friday, Junior. It's what we call Thursday. Thursday seems like such a tease. Like we're going to call it Thursday, but... Everybody really wants it to be Friday, Friday Junior. So, the uh, I yeah, I really wish shit. That was not that was not an answer. How can you be? How can you listen to that and hear her remarks and be satisfied with that as an answer? If you are a reporter, like a legitimate reporter, right? How was that satisfying? How do you write a story around that? Okay, so sidebar. So I found a new show. Parts of it are definitely not family-friendly, but it's not Game of Thrones level. Not family-friendly, if you know what I mean. Are you ready for it, Kane? Because I didn't... Have you watched all of Outer Range? Uh, yes. 
Okay. I think there's a new episode today or drops tomorrow? Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. I have new episodes on Fridays. Here's a new one for you. Tokyo Vice. Ken Watanabe is in it. Uh, Ansel Egort is in it. He's actually really good in that role. Uh, it's amazing. It is really good. There's some parts in there that I would not watch with my parents in the room. And I am me. And I'm a grown woman. But they're very few and far between. It's not a lot of it. And you can just fast forward. It is really, it's a very, I'll just put it like this. It's this dude who comes from Missouri. He goes to J school in Missouri, graduates and decides that he wants to work for the biggest newspaper in Japan. And it is, and that, and, and he is thrown into, it's Tokyo Vice. He's thrown into the Vice and, you know, that's, that's the department street crimes and yakuza and all of this and it's really it's really really well done it's really good so i've been into it i just uh, and you'll like it so there i just gave you a new you're gonna dig it so i'm and it's very it's gritty and it's violent because there's you know it's yakuza they're in there and you have like the different warring factions and all that stuff so but uh it's just really fascinating oh my gosh and here's the other thing so in one of I'm not giving anything away. I wouldn't do that to you. I mean, I would, but I'm not. So one of the characters works in a club that's like geisha inspired. So like geishas were not prostitutes back in the days of yore. Real, a real geisha was not a prostitute. They were there to basically be a companion and pour, you know, the tea or the drinks and entertain and all of that. And But they were their value was that they were not prostitutes and so one of the characters in this show works at a club where it's that kind of service but not a prostitution service it's like you know where they pour the drinks and they have like this whole routine well apparently in this world there exists a version of that but flipped for men where men are kind of the geishas. And they have like the J-pop, K-pop style hair and all that stuff. And they're all... And every time one of these characters gets on screen, like my ovaries are just... It's just... (laughs) Because I don't... What woman would be... No woman would be dragged into that. No woman is dragged into that. But anyway, it's fascinating. You're, you would really like it. So don't forget, Tokyo Vice. Some really good actors in it. And um, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So a few other things here. Apparently, Elon Musk is going to serve as CEO of Twitter for a few months. For a few months. The, for this, that after he completes the takeover. He's going to be there as the CEO for just a few months. Until I guess they kind of get so that means Agrawal. He's been the only he's he's only been there as CEO for a few months. Jack Dorsey just he had been gone for a year, and so that that's very interesting. So it's already out that that guy's that dude's going to be out, and he was the worst one almost of all of them for the. Uh, shadow banning and everything it's all his policies and the and some of these other some of these other you know these other tech uh executives these other twitter executives i mean i'm wondering if that's going to be a domino effect so if agrawal's out who else is going to be out 
Man, he's going to be busy for a few months. Oh, yeah. Tesla, SpaceX, Twitter. It's a lot. A lot, a lot. Maybe the, I haven't checked to see if I was still shadow banned. Have you checked to see if you, you, you don't really, you're not. I don't think really, I'm active enough for them to care to shadow ban me. Um, but the last time I checked, which was just a few days ago, I was not. Okay. Well, there you go. Good for you. Good for you. You're not shadow banned. But if, yeah, so I'm curious. I was looking, I was reading more into this piece to see who else might be out, but I don't think that there's, I think so far it's just that guy. I think it's just that guy who's going to be taking the, taking the step out. So New York Times has a new story showing research shows that remote learning was a failure and it was driven mainly by Democrat partisanship. Schools that reopened sooner had significantly less learning loss than those that delayed reopening. New New York Times piece out today. Who was pushing the, I just, reminder, who was pushing the school? This is why Randy Weingarten over the teachers union, why she changed her story. Because they knew this was going to be coming out. They had to get ahead of it. I have audio from yesterday. Yeah, go ahead and play this. Play this and we'll. Our kids are in crisis. And we had a mental health crisis before COVID. But with, and, and Dr. Eng will talk about this far better than I do. But within, but, but for two years of disruption. Two years of looking at the screens, two years of not having a normal kind of routine and rhythm. Recovery is really tough. Yeah, who did that? I wonder. Who did it? And a lot of the schools that suffered the most were in major cities run by, and this is, I'm quoting from the New York Times directly. Many of these schools are in major cities, which tend to be run by Democratic officials. Republicans were generally quicker to reopen schools. High poverty schools are more likely to have unionized teachers and some unions lobbied for remote schooling. Ooh, that's bad. I mean, we knew it. We knew this was. And this is why we were all so concerned. But this is the fact that they're admitting it means that it is really, really bad. And we're coming. So why in the hell are we messing around with sexual theory? And like this one teacher, let me pull this up. This was Florida middle school teacher. She is so upset. She is fired because she was talking to her students about her pansexuality in Cape Coral, Florida. And they were like, you can't, I mean, you can't, it was in an art class. And she had them draw a, the gray, the transgender flag and the gay flag and all the different flags and, um, yeah she was and she's upset so she went to the news and she was like i was fired from a teaching job because i identify as pansexual so here and these are elementary school kids from what i'm reading in the in the uh story why is she sitting here telling elementary school kids in an art class about her pansexuality little kids are still trying to grab understand concrete concepts not abstractions and they're going to be like you mean like cookware i mean just and so she's she's the victim you made a stupid choice and you now you got to deal with the consequences of it why are we messing around with that stuff when we're seeing how horrible this is this story with the these, I mean, this is just awful. 
I mean, I was looking. They have a lot of data. I, I mean, good on the New I can't believe I'm saying the good on the New York Times for doing this. They said that on average, students who attended per, in-person school for nearly all of 20 to 21 lost about 20% worth of a typical school year's math during that. They, they did this study for two years. Students who stayed home for most of it, 2021, fared much worse. They lost the equivalent of a minimum of 50% of a typical school year's math learning. We need to be focusing on this and not who your teacher bangs when they go home. No one cares. Teach the subjects or find somebody who does. (sighs) Crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right, so we're going to, we have Florida Man on the way. Before I do, though, so we have like different, this is not an ad because they're not technically advertising with us yet and no one asked me to do this, but I thought it was weird, so I'm doing it on air. Um, I'll do it first and ask permission later. So you guys know I'm like really picky with our advertising and that. It's one of the reasons why we have people who stay on. This is legit not an ad. It's me talking to you. Uh, this is one of the reasons why we have people who stay on for like ever. We have people who have been on for like the entire decade I've been on air who have been with us for that long. Uh, because we, I'm so picky about who I let advertise with me. And I say no more than I say yes. And we have a waiting list to even advertise on the show. And it's awesome because these are companies, Not sometimes these are people who not even, they don't even agree with everything that I say, but they, they you know, they think enough of you that they, they want to like talk to, they should get you their products and that. And um, so one of the things that we were talking about uh, especially like over like I guess lockdown and all that was vitamins and how how I normally don't like a lot of vitamins because what is it you get a big horse pill and you can't absorb it and that was the study that I was citing to you about how you can't even so I wanted to try it because it could be gross and I could hate it and they haven't agreed yet so it's supposed to taste taste like peach I don't even know what microgel is it sounds like can I just be real with you microgel sounds like something you put in a breast implant I'm just saying but it's they're it's from this place called Healthy Cell. And they're like, well, we're just going to send this. This could go horribly wrong. I have no idea what's going to happen. I could spread another head or I could vomit. I don't know. It's a gel and it's supposed to be your vitamins, but in a micro gel. So you absorb them. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not taking it. So it's supposed to taste like peach. Do you think it's going to? Okay. I, I Do I shoot this whole thing at once? I don't even know. I think so. Okay. I think you just do like, you know, you're at a rave or something. Mm. Mm. Just take the whole thing. It legit tastes like peach. My thirst. My first thought was, can I put rum in this? Can I? Fit? It uh, actually the, tastes uh, like peach. Does it note on there the sugar content or the? Carb it has. Content? I can't read because the font is tiny. Healthy cell people. <laughs> it has four carbs. Oh, that's it. That's it. I think that's right. Four. Yeah. So that four, would that would include the sugar. Four too. grams of carbs. One gram of fat. And. So that could be keto-ish. 30 calories. So yeah. this is the vitamin. It's And it's how you take... And they have a bunch of different vitamin packs. It legit tastes like peach. Though. I like the idea of uh, you know, I, absorbing And I more. hate things that try to taste like fruit and don't taste like fruit. Because I know the pills you take, you don't absorb as much as they say you're getting, which is why I typically... It's kind of odd to squeeze it out of the stuff. package, I'm going to say. It needs a longer spell. We need boots and pants music for this. Mm-hmm. Or, Dana's rave. What does that mean? Do ravers do this? Well, yeah, I'm sure they they hydrate and and they. Steve, you went to a rave, up. did you not? <laughs> do, Tell me, rave kid. Do, spe- do not do what? Do they take vitamin packages? Do you do that? 
Is that oh, a I'm thing sure you do? I'm sure I, there's some sort of fuel. I mean, pack. I had a ton of water. I had like a thermal. I had like a thermo water backpack thing that I had like a nozzle for, but that was it. Hold up! I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop the whole show. Excuse me. Like you mean like they take on the slopes when they're doing like the with the tube? Yeah, where you hiking in the desert sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. you like had a backpack with a tube. You had a bladder of water and a backpack and a tube. Yes. You gotta stay hydrated. Those are very common. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't heard about that. At a rave? You gotta keep your energy Dude, up. Dude, I was a teen in the 90s and I never went to a rave because I was a goth kid. So, keep your energy metal up. kid. It was hydrated. a rave festival, to be fair. I was there all day. They do that? Okay, I actually applaud the keeping hydrated, but I also know that they're doing the hydration because aren't you guys dropping like acid and stuff? I don't know. I'm what? not like, I'm not I trying not to get Steve to admit that. anything. Is that what the kids are doing? Isn't that what the kids do? They take ecstasy and they suck on pacifiers that and wave uh, sticks. That was the 90s. You know what they do? That was definitely the 90s. Uh-huh. I don't know what the kids are doing at raves these days. It's hard to get everything out of here, but I like it. We got to go to break. So apparently this is my vitamins for the day, right? There you go. The healthy cell people. What so are, what's included? I haven't How given them an answer yet. How many vitamins? I don't know. I'm, I'm supposed to know this <laughs> yeah. stuff. I haven't even read it I'm yet. I was like, I'm just going to do this on air. Just going to eat it. Just because it said microgel, and I want to know what microgel tasted right, like. We get, we've got to go to break. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a... Uh, okay, I would do this way more than I would do like the package of pills yeah. that are like as big as your thumb. And you choke to death on them. Is that just me? Okay. We, I know we got to get moving. I got to finish the rest of this too. And I'm not going to be able to do it on because we're simulcasting the radio show and I'm going to have to bite it and all that. Anyway, shut up. I hate it. All of you. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Sorry, this headline got me. Why do I check my mail that sometimes people who are Florida listeners send me on air? Why do I do this? Let me do this one first. A Florida man, a Florida man sheriff's deputy ran over a woman lying on the beach. <laughs> so bad. I'm not laughing and this is sad. Robin Diffend <laughs> Robin Diffenderfer, I'm not even making this up, was lying in the sand. Deputy Todd Bryan ran over her right side with his front tire Wednesday. I, I have to tell everybody if she's a, okay. It's being investigated. She was uh, he was not injured. She was had injuries that are not life threatening. Run over Diffenderfer. So uh, another one about abortion. Why is the president talking about the judgment to choose to abort a child? Well, the president's view on a woman's right to make choices about her own health care is well known, well documented, well stated. He said abort a child. I understand, that... Peter, but what I'm telling you is, is what his position is. And how can you guys say this is not a political issue when the president's statement about this talked about getting pro-choice officials elected? Did I say it's not a political issue? Uh, yes, you actually said some call it a political issue. It is not. Abort Air Well, Force because one. the vast majority of the public believes that this should not that this should not be overturned meaning i meant to say it's not a partisan issue and i don't think it is there are many republican and independent women men uh, across the country who do not believe the supreme court should overturn true. a woman's right to that's not choice. true there's no actual person who's who believes that especially if they believe in you know actual good and decent law welcome back to the program dana lash here with you third hour of the show on this thursday and just a quick programming note, I will not be behind the mic tomorrow, but I will be back behind the mic on Friday, or no, sorry, Monday. Notice how it's Thursday and Friday, but Monday. 
That's how it is. He said, Joe Biden said child. You ever heard him? So, I mean, he can have a position on something, but we all know what his beliefs are. I mean, you can sit here and be like, well, his position is. That's great and all. Um, but we, we, we know what your beliefs are. We know what you believe because you kind of told us all. I mean, you said it. So we know what it is. Hmm. Very interesting. It seems like he knows it's not just a clump of cells. Well, hey, if, it's, if that's just a clump of cells, then I guess Roe v. Wade's just a clump of words. Ooh, I like that. Right? Doesn't that work? That seems, I think that works, Kane. Yeah. I just can't believe that we are still talking about abortions I, all this time later. Have you noticed that the feminist movement hasn't progressed beyond that? It's still this. It's still this. It is. Democrats, though, they don't. You know, when you heard Jen Psaki just saying there that, well, it's, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of Republicans, etc. you know, all of that believe this. But not really. There's nobody that the Democrats would have on their side that believe that. And remember, they famously said a few years back, and this was at like one of the DNCs, that there's no room in the party for any kind of uh, pro-life Democrat. They had already said that. They made that incredibly clear. So... I mean, the, what's they told you who they were. Are people going to start believing them? They told them who they were. They haven't had room in their party for any kind of pro-life Democrats in forever. I remember doing, this is back, this is, when was this? This is like 09, 08, 09. Do you remember the blue dog Democrats and how all the progressive Democrats were going over and uh, they were running all the blue dogs out of primaries and everything? So we did this whole blue dog rescue thing and uh, made it to where we were helping out. Uh, we were screwing around in Democrat primaries. We were helping out the moderate Dems and oh my gosh, the progressive Democrats were not happy. They were supremely unhappy with us over that, but they, they ran everybody out. They had no room for anyone that did not tow that very extreme line. And it's extreme. I mean, come on. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's extreme, and, and the majority of Americans do not believe in this idea of abortion, like, all the way the heck up until the baby's, like, crowning. And you have to remember, that's what Democrats, that's what they were fighting for with Ralph Northman in Virginia. That's what they were fighting for, and they were able to get in Colorado. I mean, so this is not just, like, hyperbole that I'm making up. It's not. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's just that these are their own positions that they've been very public about. And it's weird because it's like they think that they can go and campaign on this and they can tell everybody in their respective districts one thing. But, oh, my gosh, don't you dare quote them on a national stage and try to use them to showcase how the entire party, you know, collectively pretty much thinks like this and is adopted. Well, they have adopted that as their platform. There's no such thing as safe, legal and rare anymore. It's all the time, whenever, kiss off. That's what it is. That's their position. So he was... And Biden, Biden's beliefs are one thing. His position is political because he's a sellout. His position is different. He would rather change his principles to remain in power rather than, uh, you know, try to convince people of his position. Yeah, they're having trouble fundraising. They're having trouble. They're having trouble fundraising. They're having trouble recruiting some candidates too, from what I understand. But 
Yeah, even after even after this leak. And they've been fundraising off of that draft. They've already sent a ton of emails out about the draft. And they're saying, oh, this is coming up for a vote, except it's not coming. It's, it's not a vote. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Democrats, if they had wanted to, they had 50 years to, quote unquote, codify a woman's right to abortion, end quote. That's their whole, that's how they position it. All right, let's play their game for a moment. Democrats had 50 years to do this. They had a supermajority under the first portion of Obama's term. Why the hell didn't they do it? You know why? Because they need it as a cudgel for the ladies. That's why. If Democrats were actually serious about doing any of this, they would have worked in the 50 years, 49 really, since Roe v. Wade passed, uh, and, and or since we got the decision on Roe v. Wade, they'd, they would have worked that entire time to codify uh, abortion, the voluntary termination of a pregnancy for women. They would have worked and gone through the legislative process and codified it. They didn't do it. And again, I will note, they had majorities numerous times and a supermajority. Everyone knows what a supermajority means, correct? Meaning that therefore a portion of Barack Obama's term, enough where they could have done this, they could have passed anything through because Republicans did not have the numbers to even mount a filibuster. It was that bad. And they did not do a damn thing. They didn't do anything on the border. They didn't do anything on health care. They kind of moved some stuff in and out of committee on health care. But they didn't do anything. They sat on their keisters and did nothing. And they definitely didn't do anything on Roe. So for all the people out there who are like, the Democrats do the good fight, shut up. No, they don't. They sat there and twiddled their fingers when they have majorities and super majorities in the past 50 years. And then they want to sit here and sell these stupid women on the fact that, well, we care about women's rights. B.S. They're playing you and you're dumb enough to go along. See, I feel like, you know, with this Amber Heard testimony, I feel like it's just so, like, emblematic of so many broads in the United States right now. I really do. Sidebar. Okay. I haven't, wasn't really interested in it. And then until she started her, like, weepy bad actressing. I think both of them are probably jack wagons. But I'm looking at this broad. I'm like, girl, you would not know domestic violence survivor. Sorry. Do not sit here and paint yourself as a victim, especially when you're on tape sitting here saying that you hate you hit somebody and all this stuff. Gold digger. Gold digger. Kanye did a whole song on women like you. Just saying. Don't, I'm, I'm not wrong, right? You were seeing this, too. Yeah. You're seeing this, too. Yeah. And I was telling Kane because there's a lady judge, right? So nobody hates women like other women. <laughs> women are the worst, worst, worst misogynist. Men, you think you're bad. Wait until you meet a mean woman. You don't have nothing on a mean woman. Everyone sits there and talks about Caligula and everything else. I'm telling you what. you were If you were to get a woman in with that kind of power and she's a mean one, this world would be burnt to ash. Just telling you. Women do not GAF. They don't care. So I'm watching this because I was doing some stuff this morning and I had it on in the background. And I was like, this is kind of interesting, just because the actress scene is so bad, right? Imagine Meg White's drum playing in actress form. And I'm watching this, and then I would hear the judge say some things every now and then. I'm like, you know what? Some people might think that the judge is going to be more amenable because it's a chick sitting there. Not necessarily. Depending on the type of judge, the case may well be done. See? Like, men can sometimes, men, God love you. And I think it's just because some of y'all are chivalrous and you're polite. But a woman can just turn on the waterworks and you guys all crumple, right? Other women are like, nah, girl, 
Mm-mm. This is why you need friends who are girls to protect you, single men. But you got the, I just, I was listening to this judge's tone and I'm like, mm, I don't know about this one. I don't think that that's going to work with her because you can't do the waterworks stuff. You can't. So I don't know. And it, it just all depends on where the perspective of this judge is. But if she's, you know, like the type of, if she, if, you know, if, if Heard gets the type of woman who does not have time for this mess, this is the worst possible outcome that her lawyers, they could have never envisioned this in their entire professional careers. It'll be bad for them. It's going to be a bad trip, ma'am. So we'll see. But I was just, I normally don't get into the trial stuff. I have a couple of my girlfriends who are totally into this. I normally don't get into it. They'll be like in a group text. I'm like, y'all text too much. And they'll be like, did you see the, no, I didn't, I didn't see because I was hanging out with my political friends on air. So I didn't see, but I'm just saying quick, quick thing. How do you think this is going to go, Kane? Because remember the UK trial. They found nothing, and I'm just curious. Yeah, like you said, n- no one hates a woman more than another woman. Uh, also, men don't like bitchy women. So uh, I, I think in yeah, the jury. But if she's cute, they'll put up with a lot. Yeah, the judge. And there's is there a jury involved with this? Yeah, jury trial. So I don't, man, I don't really see it working out for her too much. It just all depends. I thought his, uh, his lawyer seemed way more aggressive than hers. Hers seemed kind of dopey. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I just, I think it's a fascinating, every now and then you get these little glimpses behind the, the pop culture curtain. And I think it's a really fascinating thing. And I also, I have to tell you, I would be immediately biased against her just because of her hairstyle. Like the half up, half down kind of thing. It's really annoying. And like the, I just the trying to dress like you're a Puritan. Stop it, girl. We know what you like. We know what you're like. Stop. See, I would be a horrible. I got they they had me on a jury one time. Well, they were going to put me on a jury, and it was um, this kid toucher who had already been convicted, and we had to determine his sentencing. It was the sentencing portion of the trial. Y'all know how I feel about this stuff, right? So they had this kid toucher sitting there in the court, and I'm sitting here wondering why we we're going through the, through the formality of pretending that we respect this this soulless piece of meat's his humanity after what he did to a child, and it was like a nine year old. And I'm sitting here thinking, why are we not out in the public square tearing him to pieces? Like, I'm just wondering, why are we not doing that? And so they're asking people, you know, and they they were asking people their views on this sort of crime. I can't remember exactly what the question was, but I was one of the people that did not raise my hand. And they noticed it because I think everybody else on the jury did. And they had me stand up and say who I was and uh, or start juror number, whatever, and say, um, you know, why is it, I think it was, I think it was the question, do you believe that somebody, that they can be rehabilitated? And I'm like, no. And I go, I don't even know. I told the whole court, this guy's sitting in front of me. I'm like, I don't even know why we're sitting here. Why are we not talking about killing him? I was legit excused. I was out. I'm And for real, I'm like, there's no, there's just not going to happen. Why is he alive? He should have been taken out back and shot. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Journalists from multiple news outlets have tested positive after the White House Correspondents' Dinner Super Spreader Weekend Party. Huh. You mean the Super Spreader event super spreaded the virus? Why, yes, With all those QR codes and everything? Yeah, it came with all the, I'm triple vaxxed and boosted. I got a QR code. I got all these things. So John Carl test positive. Who else? Some other dude I don't care about his name. He tested positive. All these people testing positive. Remember they were saying gridiron? Oh, gridiron. 
That's yeah. That's that. That was super. Every, everything but something that Democrats want to do is a super spreader. And you didn't just have the White House Correspondents Dinner super spreader event. You also had dozens of other little parties that were held by all these different news organizations and their talent agencies and all this other stuff. Uh, I can't imagine. All right. Uh, also, there is an MIT study that connects a spike in heart emergencies. Oh, what? With a jump in in with with COVID vaccines, MIT study finds that the Wu flu vaccines are significantly associated with a jump in emergency heart problems. It's Israeli data on 16 to 39 year olds. It adds fuel to campaigns they said against coerced jabs. Yeah, because people are are asking why are we having this? Uh, and so this study, and then it's a peer reviewed study by MIT researchers, and they were looking at. Some of the it started with them looking at this EMS data, 25% jump in EMS emergency medical services for heart problems between 16 to 39 year olds in Israel. So it was published just last week in Nature Journal Scientific Reports, and they said that we're not. While they, their their purpose, they were saying, was not trying to establish some kind of causal relationship. They were looking at. They, I mean, they were specifically looking at cardiovascular. You know, what is it? Could it be a, a possibility? Is there anything else that could be affecting it with a myocarditis, etc.? But they did find very interesting association there. So just laying that out on your little table, you know, because it was your body. your It's all your body, your choice now, except back then when it wasn't. Uh, apparently, we could see Apple cars. And it kind of interesting. So Apple got a 31 year industry veteran from Ford to help advance its car project. Hey, you know what? Um, I ordered laptop, a new laptop from them eight months ago, and I still don't have it because of the chip shortage. Are we going to wait? Uh, like, it's going to take you a year to get your purchase. So maybe rethink that. Uh, Amazon is going to close multiple Whole Paycheck stores. I mean, sorry, Whole Foods stores. Uh, I don't know where the man bun hipsters are going to go to look at uh, potions for the potions aisle, but... They don't know how many uh, how many employees are being affected, and I just I honestly at this point I don't care. It's Whole Foods. Go work at Aldi. Uh, we got a lot more on the way, including Netflix issued a statement on that Dave Chappelle attack. Stay with us. Want a behind the scenes look at the Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. Things that could contribute to what's going on, the pandemic, the opioid crisis, the fact that Trump was out there saying uh, things like, just knock the hell out of them, I promise you I'll pay for the legal fees when he had a heckler. I mean, there are many factors involved here, but, and then Will Smith was like the piece de resistance, as it were. But by the way, don't you love comedians? Look at how they handled it. It was great. Give that boy. Wait, so, I'm curious, is it Trump's fault? So they're blaming Trump for... The guy who ran up on stage and attacked yeah. Dave Chappelle, am Trump, I understanding Trump that correctly? Trump created the climate, apparently. It didn't exist before Trump. Yeah, Occupy Wall Street. That happened under Trump, remember? Oh, oh yeah, like, wait, what else? Oh, man. Yeah, Black did. Block. That all started under Trump, right? Oh, except when it didn't. Yeah. The piece that I told Kane, it was like, I don't really, uh, I didn't appreciate hearing the French language sodomized that way. <laughs> what? I didn't think you'd say it on the air, but you didn't I, think I really. How long have you known me? I know. I How just, long have you? Like, I don't. guess I was more hoping. You were hopeful. I love that right. you still have hope. I do. It's so nice. It's a very positive, positive in this gray Texas weather day. I try. Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here with you. Go and sign up for that newsletter chapter and verse. It doesn't. I I I think that it had that 
I'm trying to think. I, I, I believe that it that that whole I, I was watching the the Chappelle thing. Did you know Jamie Foxx ran out on stage to help? Yeah. Elon Musk was sitting in the front row. He's pulling double duty. He was at Met Gala. Uh, which was, and I think he's got to do these things, and they have to invite him, which they hate, and I love that they hate it, that they have to invite him. It's funny, but he was at the Met Gala in New York. Then he was because he's got his own jet. And then he was in, then he was in L.A. the next night at the Chappelle thing. That guy got so messed up, the knot on his head, the contusion, right? Isn't that what they're called? The giant contusion on his head. All these people, I love the guy who came out and then slipped and fell on his butt. That was my favorite thing in the world. Like, he didn't help at all. He just, you know, the one guy that came out and was, like, trying to get him. And Chappelle did not go down. He, like, was, I, I mean, he, like, didn't go down until he got away from it. I was really impressed with that. I was like, that man, he was staying on his feet. But... I was looking at this, and I know some people were making comparisons between this and the Will Smith thing. This isn't a Trump thing. This is a woke thing. Trump wasn't the one. Do you honestly? Chappelle didn't even like really like Trump. I mean, he... Are, are, does Joy Behar know that, or does she think that everyone that says things that she doesn't like, they must be a Trump acolyte, right? Because that's not true. She was almost giving cover to the idea because she blamed it on Trump. It's so stupid. I can't stand this stuff. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot more nuance that people don't want to give. You know, that there's you can you can be somebody like Dave Chappelle and you can make fun of wokery and you can believe what you want to believe about how men identifying as women are pretending to be dudes or whatever. You can have whatever opinion you want and you can still either like Trump's tax policies or not dislike them or dislike Biden, etc. Doesn't not everybody. What is this? The left insists that you. It's like you're you. If you there's one thing that doesn't line up, then you must be a Republican or ultra MAGA. Can, like, what the hell is ultra MAGA? What is it? Ultra MAGA. Let's identify. What does MAGA stand for? Make America Great Again. So we're ultra make America great Juan again. Juan says it sounds like a pill. Don't give them ideas, ultra man. MAGA. Big Pharma might be listening. The 24-hour pill. Ultra MAGA. Bigger than regular MAGA. Slow release. Ultra MAGA. It's interesting. Ultra MAGA, MAGA makes me... What is What beer am I thinking of? That they say it's ultra, but it's not. Michelob. Thank you. Thank you. Like, what does Ultra mean on that? Like, it's super Michelob. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. Ultra Mega. Here, my whole point is that I could talk about that, like, for multiple show days. My whole point is that this whole environment existed before Trump, and it was made worse during Trump because the left lost their minds. They lost it. They got so upset. They were so mad. And then with the, the trans thing, my gosh. Which still, as I was saying earlier, it doesn't make any sense. Like how, like then, then why are we even having this conversation about Roe v. Wade anyway? There's no such thing as a woman. You're a birthing humanoid. That's all it is, right? Get over it. 
It's just the left, if they, if they were required to be consistent, you could see the hot mess that their logic has them in. It would be just, it's a hot mess. An absolute hot mess. And so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just amazed by the pretzel twisting here. Because the whole outrage to people like Chappelle came from the left. Came from the left. Who was it that was trying to cancel Chappelle on Netflix? The left. Who was it that was trying to cancel Rogan on Spotify? The left. Who was it that was trying to cancel Elon Musk? The left. Who was it that was trying to cancel J.K. Rowling? The left. I mean, how do I need to go on? The right doesn't get like that. Do you know why? Because we're big kids. And also, I don't GAF. I don't care. I don't care. I don't get so bent out of shape if somebody has a different opinion. You can't even have a conversation with anybody anymore because they get so bent out of shape. They look at a disagreement as a personal challenge. How dare you defy me? Like you're supposed to worship at their feet. Randos on Twitter. Somebody goes out and becomes a Google expert. Shut up. Like what's all these dudes out here going, oh, now ovaries are are, uh, are regulated more than assault weapons. I'm like, really? They're regulated more than assault weapons because I can take my ovaries on a plane and I can take my ovaries with me when I go vote. And it's funny because, you know, Kane, I can take my ovaries with me in signs that say no guns. And my husband did not have to, interestingly enough, fun fact, my husband did not have to fill out a federal form and undergo a background check just to get at him. I'm just saying. So, you know... They're not really. And it's always some progressive male that says this stuff. I'm like, have you, clearly you are not a biologist. It's just wild to me. Just wild. They had, we were talking earlier, they have all the riot fencing around the Capitol. What are they waiting for? They, it's like man tall, isn't it? It's like tall's a dude. The wall, well, the walls work, Kane, only if it's Democrats who are behind it. Otherwise, they don't like it. If it's like, you know, walls at the back. So they're okay with walls, walls that the... keep American citizens out, but not four walls that keep illegals mm-hmm. out. Walls work, you know, when it's like a wall in your home, oh. but not at the border because suddenly walls lose all consistent application. The That's, border uh... came... And not, not just for you, but for our audience, Kane, as well. As you know, you have family in Matamoros. You yep. know you know the magicalness of that area. Oh, yeah. That whole area right around the Rio. It's magical in that viruses lose all of their, their uh, potency at huh. the border. You didn't know that, did you? There's some nuances in science I wasn't uh, aware of. It's a magical area. It's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Which is mysterious... And I honeymooned there in within the Bermuda Beamer, Triangle. Like I wanted, like the Adams family, I always wanted to. So like the virus gets sucked into this vortex? Yes, it, it's a vortex that we don't know really where it goes. It's sort of like a portal. And it just sucks in all the stuff that would be disadvantageous to Democrats oh. where they're forced to acknowledge it on the public, on the national stage in a public debate. So it got sucked into the portal and went straight to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. That's interesting. Yes, yes. That's that's correct. That's correct. So the border, magical place. Walls don't work. 
um, laws are inapplicable. The virus is not contagious there. I don't know why everybody didn't go to the border then when the pandemic broke out. Run for the border, right? Not for just, man, you know what? I could go for a Chalupa. I can't, I, man, I'm going to get hate mail for saying that in Texas because everyone's like, why do you go for the crappy fast food Mexican? I don't. I like all of it. That's my point. Even the crappy ones. Even the crappy stuff. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, very, very interesting, magical area there at the border. But to my point, we we're talking about the Chappelle thing earlier. Uh, can you imagine if that, I had mentioned Rogan getting canceled from Spotify. Can you imagine if somebody ran up on stage and Rogan was doing his thing? He hunts with my friend Cam Haynes. Cam Haynes is a professional, like, backwoods, like, up-in-the-mountains hunter. But I didn't even know you could do that. Have you seen Rogan's uh, videos on him just kicking just a big, heavy bag? Yeah, Yeah. so he works at my friend Cameron Haynes. He's a bow hunter, and he loves running up mountains and, you know, field dressing caribou and all kind of like and then packing it all up and running out with it he this guy gets up and he's like how much pain can i do to my legs today when i train um he like lifts multiple times a day i think i mean he's just like crazy in shape and his endurance is like nuts rogan works out with him and they go on these hunting trips they go backwards bow hunting and all this other stuff like if you were to do that he would kick your head off like, I know that guy had a giant contusion on his head from when he was brawling with security. But I think after that, um, if it had been Rogan, his head would have been off and a contusion would be where his on his neck stub where the head was, right? It's wild. Wildness. But that's not true. It's all not Trump's fault. You could say that... that Joey Behar has been nastier for longer than Trump ever was. Trump was just, he was just aggressive. He was not, he wasn't rude. I mean, he could be if he wanted to, but it seemed like it was deserved. I'm of the mindset that if, don't, don't dish it if you can't take it. That's kind of what my mindset is. But Ultra Manga, sounds like a, that made me think of the Mick Ultra, right? Isn't that like supposed to have one calorie or something like that? That's not what beer's for. What is that? What is that? I think it's just ultra filtered. Is Mick Ultra the I actual? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I don't drink enough beer to know. I know what a chocolate stout is. I know Guinness and I know, I mean, real beers. Not the stuff that you wash your beer glasses in. I don't know what those things are. That's what I'm saying. I just, I don't know what any of that is. All right. So a couple of other things. I saw the story today in tech. Actually, what did I have this listed as? I don't think I can say. Today in tautological BS. I just want to listen to this New York Times tweet. Elon Musk grew up in an elite white in elite white communities in South Africa, detached from apartheid's atrocities and surrounded by anti-black propaganda. He sees takeover of Twitter as a free speech win, but in his youth did not suffer the effects of misinformation. What? Wait, what? what? Dude, I know. Um, that doesn't make sense. He he was surrounded by propaganda. But he did not suffer the effects of misinformation. He, in his youth, he didn't suffer the effects of misinformation. He was surrounded by propaganda. But in his youth, did not suffer the effects how dare of the misinformation. Four-year-old, four-year-old Elon Musk, how dare him not step Here's up? Here's a new example, logic scholars, in your classrooms 
of tautology. It is what it is. <laughs> to be or not to be. Oh my gosh. That's the New York Times. They really are doing everything that they can, going after him so hard. But I saw that tweet. I'm like, good grief. And they're mad at him. I guess it's all his fault. The discriminatory policies in his home country that adults that he didn't control decided to implement. You know, adults who have been on the planet longer than he was and had implemented this stuff before he was born. I guess it's his fault. Another all-powerful being on which Democrats can blame everything on. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome back to the program. Make sure you go and sign up for the newsletter, a chapter and verse, over at Substack. I always send out good stuff there. You got some, uh, I think there's a couple of things I sent out last night as well. Oh, including that exclusive video uh, about uh, the dad, which was horrible. And like I said, it looks, the stuff that I saw on Facebook, this guy who went out and had his kid on his hip and was telling these other mothers, and they were just simply, and I know one of the women um, who was present, uh, who they were just simply standing there with their signs and, you know, like people do outside of polling places. And he apparently was like, like screaming obscenities at them. And then that's when they started recording. And then he told his child that the women hated him, hated her. And apparently he looks just like the guy who is the treasurer for Lindsey Fagan, who is a Democrat candidate for a Tarrant County clerk. Just saying it looks exactly like and the pictures of her with a guy. There's pictures of her with a guy that looks just like him. And all the FEC public filings that have his name on. He locked down his Facebook page after we reached out, but I'd already gotten, look, by the time I reach out to you, you have to know that I got everything I need from you already. Just know that because I don't know because I know what you're going to do. All right. Today in stupidity, Kane. All right. It's our president. He was with a group of Paralympics and he makes the joke of don't jump with these people. It's you can't make this up. Listen to this. And wheelchair basketball player Matt Scott. Here we go. Don't jump. <laughs> Didn't go. It went over That's like a lead balloon. That's not what you say to, to, to Paralympics. Paralympic athletes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not what you say at all. All right, folks, remember from management here. I'm not going to be on air with you tomorrow. Having some family time for family I won't see again until Christmas. So, but I will be back behind the mic with you on Monday. And I will look forward to our reuniting then in the meantime have a great week and happy happy mother's day not birthing persons mothers <laughs>